0: I am so glad that you are joining Cindy LeFevre-Yorks for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. We pray these encouraging words will enrich and bless your day.
1: Peace in, not out. The word peace symbolizes different things to different people. What comes to mind when you hear this word? In times of war, peace is desired if not immediately attained. In the 1960s, peace came to symbolize a variety of pacifist approaches to a number of controversial issues in the day. The peace of the Lord is sometimes offered in a church sanctuary. It's part of an effort to unify worshipers as they express the love of Christ and His perfect peace to one another. One kind of peace that is rarely discussed but crucial to our well-being is the state of personal peace. You may take one look at those words and find yourself laughing out loud. Can peace be found in a world so sharply divided by politics, values, lockdown, strife, unemployment, lack of personal freedom, or fear of contracting COVID? We may feel as if we are miles and miles away from a path to peace, as issues like these weigh heavily on our hearts. Thankfully, the peace that passes all understanding is available to anyone, Fully willing to put their faith and trust in Jesus. But that word fully, therein lies the rub, right? We know that the antithesis of faith is, in fact, worry. We need to toss worry into the garbage and embrace a path to peace, don't we? Perhaps my favorite Bible verse about peace comes from Philippians 4 7. Paul says, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. What an amazing promise. When we choose to rest in that peace, God will guard our hearts from despair. He will protect our minds from thinking and dwelling on the worst scenarios. But will you hand God the musket and let him truly guard your heart? I don't know about you, but I could use that guarding game plan right about now. My heart and mind need guarding now more than ever. We can trust God with our tomorrow far more completely than we can any governor, president, or head of the CDC. Join me in the coming days as we vow to tap into that perfect peace. I'd like to share an excerpt now from my first book, The Side Door, Unwrapping Present Moment Gifts, Letting Go of the Past. Sometimes tragic events or poor choices we have made will drag us down in the present to such a degree that we can't move forward emotionally or physically. Though the circumstances of these different scenarios certainly vary, the outcome can be the same. The mother whose son was killed by a drunk driver may relive the moment over and over again for decades and never recover from the pain of this unimaginable tragedy. Or the guilt of a teenage drunk driver might destroy his ability to move forward with his own life, feeling he doesn't deserve a future because of what he has done. As Christians, we know we can face the truth about ourselves, repent, and be cleansed from all unrighteousness. As Scripture states. In 1 John 1.9. But when we drag around our guilt and shame, we're not honoring God. We are in fact denying he is the Messiah who took away the sins of the world. God does not want his people to sit with their pain or their shame. He wants them to move on, without reliving their mistakes. That is not to say there will not be consequences to mistakes. But living with consequences is far different than being frozen with them. And the choice from which they sprung. When David repented for arranging for Uriah to be killed in battle in order to marry Bathsheba who was pregnant with his son, he didn't sit in his shame, even though he endured the death of their son as a consequence of his wrongdoing. Though David could have withdrawn from everyone and even possibly turned away from God, he instead chose to accept God's grace and repented of his wrongdoings. As a result, we are the fortunate readers of many of the most beautiful, authentic writings in the Bible about God's redemptive mercy. When I visited Rwanda on a mission trip in the early 2000s, I learned invaluable lessons about forgiveness and redemption. One Sunday, a man stood up in church and talked about how, during the genocide of the 90s, he had murdered the tribesmen with whom longstanding war had been waged. He then spoke of a relative of a man whose family members he had murdered. He told the amazing story of how that man not only forgave him, but took him into his own house and loved him like a family member. It was hard for me to imagine being capable of that level of forgiveness. The man himself said he did not forgive alone, but with God's help. Because both of them let go of the past, each had the ability to be fully restored. If you are holding on to a poor choice from the past, release it now and accept redemption once and for all. If pain from the past is dragging you down, lay out your sorrow before God and ask Him to help heal you so you can move forward. And the keys to kingdom living are, put the past behind you and step forward, letting His light guide you each day, one step at a time. And the doorpost is, forget what lies behind and reach forward to what lies ahead. And that's from Philippians 3, 13.
0: Thank you for tuning in today to His GPS for Your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her first two books in her Plan Door Devotion Trilogy are available on Amazon. Her bi monthly blogs can be found at cindyyorks.com.